Cloudcast Media. Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Hello out there, veterans and families, and welcome to Your Next Mission, a new program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major in the Army, and your host, and we have a, a great show for you today. In fact, we have an unbelievable show for you today. We're going to focus on retirement from the Army and, and what that entails and the help and assistance you can receive. Also, I have a couple of stories for you, including one from our guest on how he handled his transition that should be very interesting for all of us. Now, before we get started, I want to thank our presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and we love them too. As I mentioned, today's theme is about retirement services, and I'm so excited to introduce Mark Overberg, Director of the Army's Retirement Services and a U.S. Army veteran. Welcome, Mark. So good to have you on the podcast. Hey, thank you very much, Sesame. I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. And, uh, you know, thank you for being a soldier for life yourself and continuing to set the example for other veterans. Well, thank you so much. And, and uh, you're right. I'll be a soldier till the day I die. There's no question. Just like you, uh, just like a lot of people out there that are listening. We love our Army. There's no question. I know the audience is eager to hear about the Army's retirement services system. And, and before we get into that, uh, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, as you said, I am a retired soldier myself, uh, retired from the Army in 2007. Uh, and right now I work in the uh, Army G1 at Headquarters Department of the Army. And as the Director of Retirement Services, I basically have two missions uh, for the Army. Um, the, the first one is to prepare soldiers for retirement. And the second one is to take care of those soldiers and their surviving spouses until death. Uh, so, that's in a nutshell. That's what I do. Well, that's uh, and and thank you for what you are doing because I know there's a lot of people that that, that need your assistance. Would you tell us uh, what services the Army provides those approaching retirement and, <clears throat> and what uh, the younger soldier can do to really prepare for retirement? Um, th there are very many services, SMA. Um, first, though, I would like to urge soldiers to start preparing way earlier than they think is necessary at least 36 months before their projected retirement date. So at the, at the three-year mark, uh, soldiers should be reviewing all the available resources that are, that are going to help them. Things like the Army Retirement Planning Guide and uh, Change of Mission, which is the Army's retirement planning newsletter. Uh, they should be using websites like My Army Benefits, uh, which will help them calculate their retired pay and, and their survivor benefit plan. Um, they should at the three-year mark, they should be starting to pencil in a tentative retirement date and backwards planning from there. You know, of course, you know, that date may change and hopefully a, another promotion will do that for them. Uh, but everybody tells me that retirement comes at you quickly. So you really have to start early. One of the things that they uh, sometimes forget, and should, they should be talking to their spouse, who is certainly going to be affected. And, you know, the spouse manages many things for the family that are going to be impacted by that retirement. 
So uh, things like uh, they should be thinking about where they want to retire. The spouse weighs in on that as well. Uh, and if they haven't started already, they really need to be doing some introspection. Uh, things about what they want to do, what career they want after the military. Oftentimes, that career takes some preparation time. And it involves things like talking to mentors. And I urge them to follow the transition discussion on social media like LinkedIn. Um, at the two-year mark, uh, they should be attending the Army's Transition Assistance Program and the Retirement Planning Seminar. Yeah, that's they, should, when it, they should also bring their spouse to those, too. Yeah, just, yeah. They, Absolutely, SMA. The, the spouse should be a part of all the planning. Um, you know, so from the two-year mark on, that's when it gets real, and that's when things start really uh, picking up speed. Uh, in this month's Change of Mission newsletter, uh, SMA Grinston talks about his own retirement planning. He's two years out, and he's setting the example for, for other soldiers. Um, and you asked also about uh, young soldiers. So primarily, I'm focused on soldiers that are towards the end of the, their careers. Um, but for the younger soldiers, I would tell them this. Um, they should focus on building their career skills, and they should also focus on their thrift savings plan and paying as much as they can afford into that. You know, SMA, did you know that over 50% of the active army is now covered by the blended retirement system? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. So, so that means that they have to contribute to their own retirement or they're going to get less when in time comes. Yeah, I, what, I, John, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wasn't really in a uh, favor of that. I thought the old system was pretty good because you knew exactly what you're going to get. And you're really right when you say if you don't start investing that money, you lose money. And if you just take that money and spend it, then in the long run, you're going to lose money. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So the Army will still pay about 80% of the soldier's expected retirement. Um, but the soldier has to contribute to the thrift savings plan. Yeah. And the Army will match that up to 5%. So the burden has shifted a little bit. and You have to start thinking earlier on. Fortunately, the Army is rolling out its financial literacy program, which will teach uh, financial subjects from all the way from induction, even before there'll be a little bit before they actually come in. And then throughout all of their professional development schools throughout their career, they'll get additional uh, financial uh, education. You know, is it, I'm gonna, you, you touched on a lot of great subjects. I'm just add to what you just said. Now, and I'm really proud of one thing. I put uh, financial education to our non-commissioned officer education system years ago before I got out of service. Then the war started, then they had to stop that. But but uh, retire, and, but they put it back in, so that's really good. Retirement planning, I think, is important. That two-year or 36-month that you just talked about, but two years out, have a plan for yourself. Uh, make sure you understand exactly what you're going to get as far as financially when you get out of service, whether or not you, you're ETS and not going to get anything, or you're retiring and you're going to get some money. And, and how, do you, uh, how do you get yourself up to that same level when you get out? You know, what kind of job do you need uh, to do that? Start that networking process to make sure you start talking to people about, you know, hey, I'm going to get out of the service, so you got a resume. Start floating that resume at least a year out. You can't sign anything. But you can start talking to people about what your next job is going to be. So you have a seamless transition out of the service. And, and I think one of the most important things, and the Army is doing a great job on it right now, is, is your education. Uh, make sure that you have either a bachelor's degree or a master's degree. I, I know when I was in, it was we was trying to just get the associate's degree, and we were working on it. But 20 years later, now we got people with master's and doctorate's degree. So I think we're 
we're doing really uh, good at that. And then the last thing I'd probably say is, and a lot of people can't do it, but I think you need to think about it, pay all your credit cards off and have no bills before you get out of the service because you can start on a clean slate of, uh, of when you're getting out. But those, those are my tips to you guys that are listening to us. And, and I know, Mark, you know about all that stuff already. So, Mark, you want to add to anything I just said right there? Did I miss anything? No, you hit you hit all the great points there, SMA, uh, and and I would say that uh, sometimes soldiers don't want to let on that they're planning for retirement, yeah, uh, because there could be something bigger, you know, a promotion or something like that coming. So there's a lot of things that you can do without tipping your hand. Uh, one of those things is is to to get involved in the LinkedIn uh, transition discussion. Uh, it's a pretty lively uh, platform there. Um, and you can learn a lot from people that are going through it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all over LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I think it's good for yeah because it's uh, we're all part of a family. We all you know we all serve together. And, and I was telling somebody the other day if I hadn't talked to you in 20 years and I called you up and and we served together somewhere, it's like I talked to you yesterday because we're all related in some way. I'm not going to give any money, but we're all related in some way. We're talking to Mr. Mark Overberg, and you're listening to your next mission podcast with me. Your host, Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. Mark, uh, just to continue on the discussion uh, about these services the Army provides regarding retirement, what resources are available to help them in their planning process? Well, SMA, in addition to the ones that I mentioned before, the, uh, the Army's Retirement Planning Guide and Change of Mission and My Army Benefits, um, there is the Soldier for Life website. There is a segment of the Soldier for Life website that is devoted to retirement planning. Uh, that's where we post the, the Army's retirement planning brief, the guide, uh, and all kinds of other resources. Um, another resource is the retirement services officer. So on, on every Army installation, there is a retirement services officer who is responsible to help retiring soldiers prepare. The Army National Guard has an RSO at each state headquarters, and in the Army Reserve, each of the readiness divisions has an RSO in the headquarters there as well. It's their job to help you. Um, some other uh, resources would be mentors, soldiers who retired that you know retired a couple years ago. They're they're absolutely willing and able to to help share their talk, uh, share their experiences, and tell you those things that. Uh, you know, here's what I wish I had done, but I didn't do. So don't do this. Mark, can I throw uh, something in real quick? You hit on a great topic right there when you talked about mentors, because uh, that is is really a, a great idea because you're so focused on the military and the people around you are all in the military, but you need a mentor. And don't just get one, uh, get two or three people uh, where they can review your uh, resumes, talk to you about, you know, uh, talk to you about how much you're worth. Uh, you know, when I was getting out of the service, somebody says, how much are you worth? And I said, I don't know. And he said, uh, well, just take a guess. I said, I don't know, $50,000, is that enough? And he says, no, 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 let me explain to you something. So talking to somebody that can tell you, you know, based on your education, based on what you've done, uh, you know, in life, it's important to have somebody to talk to and somebody who uh, can really coach and teach you. And you'll be surprised that that's, again, that's networking for you. So that's that. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a really a big point with that mentorship. Absolutely. And, and I try to introduce that idea to people in uh, the change of mission newsletter. Every quarter we have a column called lessons learned and it's, it's a, it's written by soldiers who've retired within the last couple of years, writing to the retiring soldiers saying, Hey, Here's what I learned. Here's what you need to do. 
Yeah, I've I've always thought that, uh, and I know I'm. Re- in fact, I'm I'm really glad to Sergeant Major Armin Grinston put something in the, about his two year process. But I've always thought you should take that uh, group of retired Sergeant Majors of the Army, and somehow get them to uh, to you know uh, see if they can support things like that. You know what I mean? And so if they all say, "Hey, this is a good thing," or whatever. Because they all have different channels of network that they communicate with, different times of service, uh, people, different people, uh, groups of people follow them. So I think it's important. So even the general officers, I think they need to jump in the front. But remember now, 86% of the force is enlisted. So the biggest part of people that uh, you're probably dealing with most of the time, I think, are probably enlisted. So SMA, you're signing yourself up there. I'm taking a note here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to sign him up. You left to do all the hard work, but I just put my name in the bottom. But but I think it's, it's and since I've been out of the server for quite a while, I've realized that it's all about marketing. How do you market and how do you get the, uh, how do you get people to follow you and talk to you and stuff? And, and I think the only thing to do is you got to be vocal. You got to get out there and say, guys, look, I, I've uh, hurdled this event and I didn't do a very good job, but here's how you can hurdle it to, to get it done. So uh, don't step yeah, in that. Soldiers, yeah, soldiers don't... Uh, I mean, they get they get told where to go, which yep. which where to PCS to, and and they're not used to that. They don't have necessarily the muscles needed to advocate for themselves. Yeah, uh, and so they got to learn those skills. Yeah, no, I agree. And the uh, the other thing I think is so critical, and you and you've touched on it a couple of times already, and and is the spouse uh, having that spouse involvement. I I got to tell you a quick story here. I, I uh, all my military career, I'd always go ahead. Of my family when I PCS somewhere, and my wife would always ship those household goods. The only one time that I uh, that I shipped my household goods was when I was getting out of the army, and uh, they pulled a couple of trucks up, and and I realized that this stuff isn't easy. Counting all the stuff, counting all the boxes, inventory, all that stuff, and uh, it's just a pain in the neck. And I, I thought when I did that, I said, "Mary, I've really put my." my wife threw a lot, uh, you know, my 36 years of service. And so I really, quite frankly, I thought I abused my wife. So the spouses are so critical in, in making sure they're involved in everything that you do. Hey, Mark, can you, do you interact with other agencies uh, about, uh, you know, like the VA to help our soldiers? Uh, yeah, absolutely, SMA. Um, and that's one of the good things about my job is I get to interact with the other services uh, and DOD and then the VA and uh, so even Social Security Administration. Um, so with the VA, there's there's probably two things I should tell you about. Um, the one of them actually is a uh, something I'm doing a partnership with them to promote a a new VA initiative, um, and this is really a pilot program that the VA is doing with the Army. It's called ETS sponsorship, uh, and it's headed actually by another retired soldier, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired uh, Joe Jurassi. Um, And the idea behind ETS sponsorship is eventually to provide every soldier who ETSs or retires with a sponsor six months before they leave. The sponsor will be where live where the soldier is moving to or retiring to, and they'll act as a sponsor to help them settle in the new area. You know, they'll connect the soldier to people and resources at the local level. Uh, And so yeah, anybody who's interested in that, uh, I, I urge them to go to uh, the VA's website, which it's actually a .com, but it's a VA website. It's etssponsorship.com. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they can learn more about, they can become a sponsor. And, and if there's somebody who is, is getting ready to retire or ETS, they can go sign up for that uh, service themselves. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, first of all, I think it's a great idea. We had one of the other services try that uh, years ago, and and uh, and I'm not sure how it came out. But but as you was talking, I thought, geez, uh, associations like the Association of United States Army and and uh, you know some of the other associations and VA and all that stuff, they probably had a lot of a lot of people that want to do that. And the other thing is, you got to find somebody to be your sponsor that's going to live in the same area. That and I think you said that all right. Live in the same area, so they can try to help you out. Boy, I tell you what, that's I think that's a great idea. And for the people listening, if you if you didn't, uh, Mark, you may want to repeat that website again so they can get that. Yeah, absolutely. It's etssponsorship.com. And actually, the the VA is looking for two thousand new sponsors in the next year. Uh, some of the areas that they're especially focusing on are New York, Texas, North Carolina. Uh, there's a couple others, but, uh, you know, absolutely. If you're interested in it, uh, that's a, that's a great place to go help another soldier and you don't have to be a veteran to, to be a sponsor. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that either, but that, that makes sense. Uh, there's a lot of people out there like, uh, Ted that I would, Ted Hacker that I work with. That's, uh, he never served, but I think he served more <laughs> now since he's retired, uh, working to helping veterans and, but people like, like Ted and uh, that want to help our veterans and families. I think that's a great idea. Mark, what's the number one issue retirees face as they're planning the retirement, uh, on, uh, you know, uh, you know, or, or even if they're retired already, I guess. Uh, so what's the number one issue for, if they're getting ready to get out of service, and if you're already out, what's the number one issue for people that are already retired? Uh, you know. So uh, for anybody who's getting ready to retire, cer- certainly uh, the, the biggest concern is uh, employment uh, yeah. and, and, and how, how to find a, a place. And, and there's a lot of transition uh, from transition. So it is common for soldiers to retire and then not stay in their first job. Uh, typically within the first three years, the majority will will figure out the things that they should have figured out before they retired, and then they'll move on to another job. Um, but I've provided uh, policy and administrative support to, actually, when you were there, uh, the chief of staff <laughs> of the Army's retired soldier council. Great council, uh, great council. <laughs> I've, been, I've been supporting them for 11 years, and, and health care is always the number one concern of yeah. the retired community. Yeah. Um, mostly that surrounds access to care and the costs and availability of TRICARE. Um, and, of course, you know, when you get to be a little bit older, when you reach age 65, um, you know, there's always a concern about the cost of Medicare Part B. But but everybody really loves TRICARE for life. Uh, you know, they're just concerned that uh, that that is a free benefit to service members, to retired service members. But uh, you know, they're concerned that that may eventually, uh, you know, have a cost with it. Yeah, I think again, you hit on a great subject. Most people don't know what their benefits and entitlements are, and they really wait. And I think I hope we're getting a lot better now. But they wait to the last minute to sort of start learning about some of those benefits and entitlements. And one of the things I always wanted to do was was but put benefits and entitlements into the education system. Also, the spouses, from from my perspective, are are so important as far as learning about the benefits and entitlements. The fact I would tell you that they probably know more about active duty soldiers, uh, know more about benefits and entitlements than active duty soldiers. So that's really uh, great advice. That's for doggone sure. So let's, uh, Mark, thanks a lot for your great information. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And you're listening to Your Next Mission Podcast. This Your Next Mission Podcast is made possible by the Cavalry Agency. 
They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. This is Cavalry. Learn more at Cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at PurdueGlobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. Learn more at VeteransUnited.com. Welcome back. I'm the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Telling. We're blessed to be here today with Mark Overberg, Director of the Army's Retirement Services. And we're at one of my favorite parts of the podcast where we get to, to hear from a veteran about their transition. We're lucky today to have a veteran in Mark Overberg with us today. And can you tell us a little bit about your transition and give some advice to our listeners who are, are getting ready to transition? Go ahead, Mark. Uh, sure, SMA. Uh, so I retired back in 2007, and, and the, the process was different at that time. Uh, we weren't really pushed to prepare, uh, and I was a procrastinator. Um, so I, <laughs> I did all the things that I'm telling people not to do. There you go. Uh, I think uh, that's what most people do. I, I, I didn't start preparing for my retirement until I was six months out, and I took uh, – 90 days of terminal leave. So really I had about the last three months on active duty uh, to prepare. And so really what happened was uh, my retirement preparation became a full-time job at night that I would do. I'd go work a full-time job, of course, during the day, then come home at night and do that overnight to try to do the preparation. So absolutely. I think uh, preparing early is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, you just, Again, you're talking about so many things that are so important for our veterans. And I hope you're listening out there that uh, one of the other things is is make sure you take a break. Uh, you know, I when I got out of the service, I took about a, a 90-day break where I didn't do anything. And I sort of, you know, I didn't realize how tired I was uh, from uh, being on active duty. So I took a little break and, and sort of calmed down uh, and sort of relaxed a little bit and then, and then really started focusing on work. But everybody can't do that. So make sure you have a good solid plan and, uh, and you think about what you need to do in your next life. And don't be afraid. There's a lot of people out there and they'll help you. And uh, we, we want to do all we can to help our veterans. And I love the fact that you've talked about mentors and, and uh, sponsors and all that stuff to help our veterans. I think the, uh, there's no question about that. The Army is is going in the right direction. Mark, thank you for sharing your insights about uh, transitioning. I want to, I want all of our listeners to reach out to me directly. Tell us about your transition. Tell us about all the good, the bad, and the ugly, but tell us about, uh, you know, how you went through your transition, whether or not it was good or bad, or what can we do to improve it? Also, tell us what topics you'd like us to cover. I, I tell people, this is not my podcast. This is our podcast. It's about helping our veterans and families. And and you can call or text me at 844-424-1134, and I'll reach out to you. I'll actually either call you or text you back, but I'll talk to you. There's no question about that. Or send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. Okay, let's pick it up where we left off. You're, you're listening to Your Next Mission podcast, and I'm Jack Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. We're talking with Mr. Mark Overberg, the director of the Army Retirement Services. And 
And we're heading into our final segment with you today, and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And, and we just have a few more questions for you, Mark, so don't get, don't get bothered by us here a little bit. Mark, how many retirees and military spouses are out there and, and that you try to reach out to each and every day? Uh, that's a great question. And, and actually, we've just passed a historic uh, uh, mark there. Uh, late last year, we went over 1 million retired soldiers. Oh my God. Uh, and in addition to the million retired soldiers, we also take care of 251,000 uh, surviving spouses. So yeah, it's a, a million and a quarter. It's a, it's a lot of folks we try to take care of. Yeah. And Mark, I'm, I'm going to throw another question in there. The, uh, I know when, unfortunately, when somebody passes away, don't you do a lot to help the spouse as far as uh, making sure uh, all the retirement uh, uh, benefits and entitlements they need to help them out, I guess? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so that the retirement services officers are, are there for that, particularly the ones on Army installations. It's their job to help the spouse uh, connect with DFAS and do those kind of things. Um, but actually, I appreciate you bringing that up because um, we have an exciting new initiative uh, that we're just about to start. Um, and we're going to be using retired soldiers in a voluntary capacity to help the spouses of other retired soldiers who've just passed away. So uh, it's Army policy to provide casualty assistance support to surviving spouses. But... Uh, there's not enough people to do that. And so what we're doing is we're going to run a pilot starting uh, the 1st of August. It's being run out of Fort Stewart in the uh, Southeast Georgia and Florida area. And what we're, we're training, uh, we've got right now 42 retired soldiers who volunteered for this duty. It, there's no pay or anything like that. They're just taking care of, uh, you know, their brothers, uh, the spouses of their brothers and sisters who've passed. Um, and so they're going to act as casualty assistance officers for these surviving spouses. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Mark, I, I would tell you that uh, any way that we can help either on this podcast or through our website or whatever, that we can, uh, you know, pass out some information or help you market those kind of things that you're doing to help our veterans and families, please reach out to us. We want to we want to do all we can to help uh, our veterans and families, because remember now, we're all part of a family. Uh, we're all in this stuff together, and so let's help each other out. How how can as a, as a retired soldier, how can I volunteer to help veterans and families? I mean, where where do I go to? I mean, you said it before. What's the website and all that other stuff? How do I get all of them? So uh, there there are so many different things that uh, that you can do uh, if you want to contribute or, or help. Um, but the thing I would I would really like to emphasize here is particularly for our retired community. Um, the retired soldiers have a, actually do have a mission statement. Um, and for me, they made it uh, simple and easy to remember. It's called hire and inspire. Uh, and so there's many ways to contribute there. Uh, under hiring, what we want veterans, our retired soldiers to do is to help veterans get jobs. Any veterans that they know, as long as they can help them get employment, uh, you know, the, there's many ways to do that. The inspire part has two different parts to it. The first part is to... Uh, to inspire the next generation to join the military. And so some ways to do that is through uh, working with your local recruiter, um, working with uh, the, the local JROTC. Uh, there's, so you can help inspire the, uh, the next generation to join the military. And the second part of inspire is just to inspire Americans to know and understand the military. You know, there's uh, 
the surveys show that about 50% of Americans don't know anything about their military. That's true. And so what we want our retired soldiers to do is to tell their army stories, to help connect us to, you know, their neighbors, their friends, their coworkers, to talk about their, uh, their experiences so people can understand us. You know, only 7% of Americans now are veterans and it keeps declining. And so each veteran's got to do their part. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, Mark. You you motivated me to do the podcast for it. No, but the, the, I, you're right on target. Uh, you know, it's it's about helping our veterans and helping our families. And and I always love to say that it's not what you have, it's what you do with what you have. You know, so it's all about giving back, and it's all about helping the people that uh, that are around you. Because you're right, I, I didn't realize it was seven percent, but that's that's a very small group in comparison to how large our country is. So. If you have a chance or you can do something or want to volunteer, make sure you get a hold of, uh, of Mark and the, and the uh, website that he told you to go to because we, we need your help. We need to help our veterans and families that, as much as we can uh, each and every day. And I know there's a lot of you out that want to do stuff. Sometimes you just don't know where to go. But uh, Mark has given you that platform to help our veterans and families. Mark, I, first of all, I want to say I've, I've loved talking to you. You have a lot of great ideas and you're doing a lot of great stuff. And, and personally, I want to I want to thank you for uh, what you do, what your team does each and every day. Any final thoughts or something you want to share with the audience before we wrap this thing up here? Uh, thanks, Mr. May. Yeah. Um, so I, you, you mentioned uh, reaching out to me, and I, and I want to give them actually a uh, where somebody could reach out to me if you want to contact me. Um, the If you want to send me an email, it's armyrso at mail.mil. Um, if you have questions about your benefits, uh, go to the My Army Benefits website, or you can call the My Army Benefits Help Desk. Um, they are staffed by benefits experts. Uh, their number is 888-721-ARMY. That's 2769. And then, of course, our website, soldierforlife.army.mil slash retirement. Um, so, yeah, I... I would tell people that, you know, if, if you're a senior soldier and retirement is on the horizon, the thing I'd want you to remember is that retirement is a process, not an event. Yeah. And if you're, if you're already retired, remember that your mission has changed. You're no longer deploying to fight and win our nation's wars, but your duty to the country has not. I want you to be a soldier for life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you made me think it, that, and, and, and that transition period, when you get out, I think it probably took me a couple of years before I really transitioned into the civilian sector because I just, you know, went away from military installations, and I certainly wish I wouldn't have. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. Listen to Mark; he, he wants to help you, and, and we need to help our veterans and families. So, thanks to Mark Overberg. I, I just, Mark, I can't thank you enough for what again what your team does and what they continue to do for for our veterans and families. And uh, you know, God bless you for the things you do each and every day. I'm Jack Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major in the Army. You're listening to your next mission podcast. And thank you for listening today. Uh, please visit us at, at our website, yournextmission.org, and leave me a review. I hope it's a good review, but, but I want you to be honest. Tell us what we can do to, to help you, and that's what I want. I want to do everything I can to help you each and every day. You can also visit our partners there who can provide you with so many services that will assist you in your transition from the military. Also, please, uh, please visit uh, our corporate partners and see all the jobs that, uh, that are available for you. Please know that uh, we uh, want to assist you any way that we can. I'm going to say that again. We want to assist you in any way we can. Please follow us on my personal social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Uh, and thanks again to Mark Overberg for being with us today. And it was uh, a great having you on the podcast. No question about that. Don't forget, uh, we want to hear from you. Please leave me a message or send me a text at 844-424-1134 or send me an email at smatilly at yournextmission.org. I want to end each podcast with a little story about me. I love talking about me anyway and my experiences uh, in my life. Uh, but today, I think I'm just going to give you some advice. Listen to what Mark said. Uh, listen on how to prepare yourself uh, for retirement. And uh, remember that your spouse is a big part of your life. My spouse, I've been married a long time. I won't tell you how long right now, but uh, she is the key. She's the rock in my life. And and I know it's important. And you did some great work in the military and, and you're going to get out and and, and I want you to get out on a good note. And so understanding how you can get assistance, understand there's a lot of people out there and understand that, uh, you know, you need a mentor, you need network, you need to uh, know where you want to live and how much you're going to get paid and all that other stuff. But, but make sure you have a good solid plan. Uh, think about the future. Uh, you know, it's it just like any operation that you ever did in the military. It's about winning and you're going to win. There's no question about that. Uh, so God bless each and every one of you for, for your time in the service and your time after the service. And uh, we just, we love each and every one of you. We want to help you as much as we can. Thanks to Cloudcast Media and of course, our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Uh, we appreciate all you do for our military and our veterans and spouses each and every day. So I'll see you on the high ground. <laughs> You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org. Cloudcast Media.